Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 29th, 2024. So this is the last day of the second month of this particular year. So I'm still laying the foundation. So what I do, if you're new here, I've been doing today's word for, this is now year number 27. I've been doing the video version. Uh, I guess this is now year number 14 of the videos, but the written form is uh, over 26 years. And so every day, we get into the word of God. Every day we go see, you know, what God wants to do and what God wants to say. And in most cases, I'm teaching a series. So right now I'm teaching a series on living with a laser focus on God's fixed purpose. Now this past Sunday, as I was leading into this, you know, this week, I've been teaching from Proverbs 4 and 25, and then I add other scriptures to it. This past Sunday, the Lord on Sunday afternoon, it was my anniversary weekend, had a great weekend. I was, I was just winding down Sunday afternoon and the Lord led me to Proverbs chapter 11 and started to have me to meditate on two verses there and said, I want you to teach on that. So I've been teaching on that all week. I've been teaching about the favor of God. Put in the chat, I walk in the favor of God. The FOG is all over me. The favor of God is all over me. So I'm gonna flow in that vein today, probably tomorrow as well. The title of today's message is The Favor Factor. Put in the chat, The Favor Factor, Prospering Through Generosity. Put in the chat, I can prosper because I'm generous. We're going to talk about it, developing a heart like God, being generous like God, and the favor factor. Let's get ready for the word. I want you to open up your heart now to receive. All right, so let's get into the word. Before I do, let me just say this. If you're new here and you're like, man, why, why does this guy keep asking us to put some stuff in the chat? Let me explain. So while I'm preaching, um, if I'm preaching in a church and, you know, I have people physically present, while I'm preaching, I want you to engage with the word. I want, I'm just, I'm transmitting, but I also want you to transmit as well, because something happens when you make an active engagement with, with what God just said. And so if you're in a room when I'm preaching, I'm going to have you to say some stuff, <laughs> right? And so the reason I'm having you to say stuff, I want you to engage. I want you to interact. Now, obviously in this forum, in this format on a live stream, I can't hear you. So I'm asking you to say some stuff in the chat because that's how you engage with the word of God, right? So if you're led to do so, fine. And if not, that's fine too. Proverbs chapter four and verse 25, let's get into it. This is the main scripture we're gonna look at all year. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Say, say, I set my gaze. I'm setting my gaze on the path that is before me. I'm looking straight ahead. Now notice I'm looking ahead. I'm looking forward and not backward, up and not down. With God is forward, ever backward, never the best is yet to come. Our God is a God of progression and not regression. Say amen to that. I'm looking straight ahead. I'm going to ignore every distraction. I'm not going to be moved neither to the left nor to the right. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 is what I've been teaching all week. Uh, this is what it says. Verse 24, generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. Let me pause for a minute. Generosity, the heart of God, being generous like God brings prosperity. Uh, so the more generous I am, the more 
I will attract the favor of God and I will walk in the level of prosperity that God wants me to walk in. I'm explaining that today. But withholding or being stingy leads to poverty. Why? Because you're only focused on yourself. And so God has no motivation to give you more if you're only focused on yourself. Put that in the chat. Listen, I'm, I'm serious about this. God has no motivation to give you more if all you want is to focus on yourself or to meet your own needs and none of that money goes into the kingdom. Let me, I just, this is not part of my notes. I just feel led to say it. If none of your money goes into the kingdom, then what motivation does God have to give you more? Or if you say to me, Brother Pena, I need you to pray for my business. Sure, let's pray for the business. Uh, oh man, I really need God to do this. Give me this contract, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. You want me to invoke God's blessing on your business? Yes. Okay, cool. Question, what? Does any of the money from your business go into the kingdom? People get quiet. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I, if, none, if, if none of the money from your business goes into the kingdom, I mean, I could pray, but what you're asking for is mercy, I guess. Uh, but there's like no motivation. Like, I mean, God is not partnered with you. Your business is not partnered with God. Let that sink in. But when you are partnered with God, put in the chat, I am God's partner. When you're partnered with God personally and professionally, and I'm a, I'm a partner of God and God is partnered with me. And, and yes, I'm advancing God's kingdom plans and purposes, not only with my time and my energy, but with my resources, then God is like, yes, I can increase him. I can increase her because by increasing them, the kingdom is advancing. This is common sense. I mean, this is not rocket science. You got it? Verse 25, those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. And the one who pours out his life to bless others, what's going to happen? He will be saturated with favor. Come on, man. And so if I'm living to bless others, blessings will be heaped upon me. And I'm pouring out my life as an offering to others. Guess what's going to happen? I will be saturated with favor. So put in the chat, blessings are heaped upon me. Put in the chat, I am saturated with favor. So what does this mean for you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning. Four. Let's get into the first one. Here we go. Number one, you must learn to think like God. Now, Brother Pena, oh, here we go. So you're talking about giving and all this stuff. Stop. First of all, you got to learn how to think like God. Like the, the Bible has a lot to say about being generous. The, lot, the Bible has a lot, a lot to say about giving. Actually, the, the Bible has more to say about money than it does about heaven or hell. So, so we need to see what the Bible says about being generous. You got to learn how to think like God. You got to embrace God's economy. Put in the chat. I embrace God's economy. I want to live off of God's economy. I, I, I'm, I'm living off of a system. I'm not living off of buying and selling, even though Isabella and I have a business. We don't live off of buying and selling. We live off of sowing and reaping. <laughs> That's a, it's just a different system, right? And so I'm not living off of the, God is my source. Put in the chat say, God is my source. So if God is your source, then God says, okay, well, in my kingdom, my kingdom functions on sowing and reaping. Like, the sowing and reaping will lead to more advancement in buying and selling. But what I want to see is you to believe me for sowing and reaping. And so if you live off of the system of sowing and reaping, which is God's economy, then, then yeah, now you're going to learn how to see everything from God's perspective. Now, let me just say this. God's principles, God's perspectives, God's ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. Many times God's ways are counterintuitive to the world's ways, right? God is a generous God. And his kingdom functions in a way that emulates his heart. Therefore, generosity in God's kingdom leads to increase in abundance, but it may be counterintuitive. 
It may be counterintuitive that for me to increase, I have to give. For me to advance, I have to give some stuff away. For, for, I actually have to get seed in the ground. I have to act in faith. And so, so put in the chat, say, I'm living by faith. I, watch this. I must live by faith and not by fear. So if you have the fear of running out, if you have the fear of lack, then you won't give. You won't be generous because you're like, no, I can't. Because if I give this, what, what if I run out? So now you have the fear of lack. You have the fear of running out. But put this in the chat. I don't have the fear of running out. I have faith in running over. And so when I have faith in running over and not the fear of running out, then I will do whatever God tells me to do, however God tells me to do it, and I'm not going to be afraid. I'm living by faith, and I'm not living by fear. And so if God tells you to be a blessing to somebody, but you have the fear of running out, you're like, mm, I can't do that, right? So now you operate, you're fear motivated instead of faith motivated. Now, if you do have the faith to give, then now spiritual principles, you're, you're enacting things in the kingdom of God, and the more you give, the more God gives to you. So what you want to do is unlock heavenly resources. Put in the chat, say, I unlock heavenly resources. Acknowledge that your generosity, it actually triggers things in the kingdom of God. The more generous you are in the Bible, this is, there's lots of Bible on this. The more generous you are, your generosity triggers a release from heaven. So God will ensure that those who give generously will always be supplied. Why? Because he never runs out. Say, God is my source. So I'm always in a position. There's, there's a scripture. Paul said it this way. God is able to make all grace abound towards you to where this is, this is what's going to happen. To where you will always have, put in the chat, say, I always have. You will always have what? All sufficiency in all things at all times, being able to meet the needs of every situation and give to every good and charitable work. Put in the chat, say, I always have. So I always have, not just enough for me. I, I always have to, enough to meet the needs of my situation. Whatever my obligations are financially, I will always meet them, right? I will, every bill is paid on time, every time. But beyond that, I'll also be able to meet the needs of every good and charitable work. So God will tell me to give and I will sow. And so now as I'm sowing, why? Because God is able. My focus is on God and not on me. But for me to do that, I have to overcome selfishness. Put in the chat, say, I overcome selfishness. See, to be generous, uh, the way that God wants you to be generous, not only must you overcome the fear of running out, but you also have to shift your attention from me to the kingdom, to, 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 the, to the needs of others. So there's two main reasons why you're not going to give. One, some people don't give because they're afraid of running out. Two, some people don't give because they're selfish, right? They're just not, they don't care about other people, right? They're, they're only looking at themselves. So if you overcome selfishness and you overcome the fear of running out, now you're in a position, you have a mindset that I'm like, okay, Lord, I'll give whatever you tell me to give. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And so now you enact the law of reciprocity. What is the law of reciprocity? Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So as I'm giving, I'm receiving. As I'm giving, I'm receiving. And so because I'm continually giving, I'm also continually receiving. I'm a sower. Therefore, there's a harvest. God is the Lord of the harvest. And God will see to it that I receive a harvest on every seed sown. Say amen to that. So I am mirroring the heart of God. And the heart of God is a heart of generosity. 
I am a reflection of God's character in this world. And as I'm generous, like God is generous, my generosity attracts favor and blessing. Say amen to that. Not only that, but then I get a joy. There's a deep joy that comes from living generously. Say, I enjoy it. Put in the chat, say, I actually enjoy being a blessing to other people. I enjoy it. Say amen to that. All right, number two. I have four things. Here's number two. The favor factor in generosity. So let's talk about generosity and how it attracts favor. So, so when you are quick to be generous and you're making a human alignment with your divine assignment, you will experience favor. You will experience things that only God can orchestrate, right? That you will experience, like you will have to acknowledge, hey, this was God. You will have to acknowledge that there are things happening in my life. You will look at your spouse and say, babe, this was God. You will have blessings, the text says, heaped upon you. You will be saturated with favor. And you will have to acknowledge that this was, only God could do this. This was God, right? And so that God is orchestrating things on your behalf. God is moving pieces around on the chessboard of your life. And, and you are experiencing favor connected to your generosity. Not only that but you will experience protection with your provision. Not just provision, but also divine protection. Why? Because he that dwells in the secret place, Psalms 91, of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow or the canopy or the covering of the Almighty. So there's this canopy of protection. Now, not only does God give me provision, but God gives me protection. Not only that, but God gives me preferential treatment. Put in the chat, say, I have preferential treatment. God chooses to bless me in ways to where I stand out. You know, my my resume or my application or my proposal stands out. God shines his light upon it. God causes me to be noticed. God will cause me to stand out. Why? Because I'm aligning with the plans that he made for me from the foundations of the world. And now God will increase me so that I can have a greater position of influence. So this recognition that, that God will shine his light upon me, positions me to have a greater position of influence. And as I'm generous with that influence, then God can use me as an instrument to be a blessing to every person that I come in contact with. So this preferential treatment is not just for me. It causes a ripple effect of blessing. Put in the chat, say, my life causes a ripple effect of blessing. Not only that, but I get to walk in supernatural peace. When I, when I know that I'm walking in the favor of God, there's a level of peace that overwhelms me and that overtakes me. And I'm not concerned because God's got me. Put in the chat, God's got me. You got it? Number three, I'm trying to contain myself. This is good, but I really want to teach this in, a, in an effective way. Number three, cultivating a heart of generosity. I want to develop a heart of generosity. I want to develop a heart that thinks like God. So every day, what I'm going to do, start your day by surrendering your desires and your resources to God. Say, I surrender my desires and my resources to God. I give it all to God. And, and then God, and I'm like, okay, God, what do you want me to do today? God then says, okay, you gave everything to me? Yes. He then gives it back to me and says, now use it the way I'm going to tell you. And so now I, I'm led, I enter into every day being led by the Holy Spirit to do whatever God wants me to do. And I reflect God's heart, with his, which is a heart of generosity. And as I'm led by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead me to be a blessing to every person that I come in contact with, right? I could be on a Zoom call, I could be on a WebEx, and it could be work-related, and it could be somebody I just met like a few minutes ago, and as we're having a conversation, it's not just about money. Having a conversation, 
they go, oh yeah, my mother's in the hospital. Or excuse me, you know, we just had a death in the family. Or uh, uh, if you don't mind, I got to go because, oh, excuse me, I know we just met, but do you mind if I pray for you? <laughs> Holy Spirit says pray. Oh, and, they, and they look, uh, uh, sure. And, and, you're, and, then I, and then I minister to them and the power of God just hits them and the love of God overtakes them. And we get off that corner like, wow, wow, what, what, what was that? That was just being generous. That, that was me being generous. The Holy Spirit says pray without the fear of saying, oh, the, who is this guy? Why would he want to pray? Oh, whatever. Look, if the Holy Spirit tells me to do it, I'm going to do it at the risk of looking foolish, at the risk of whatever. Like, you know, HR, you're not supposed to do that. Whatever. Like, I'm going to do whatever God tells me to do and let God be glorified and my enemies be scattered. Whatever happens, happens. What I'm not going to do is be afraid of what the world says when the Holy Spirit is telling me to do something. You know what I'm saying? So you want to ask God for wisdom concerning how do you want me to do it? And then when it comes to giving, where do I give? How much do I give? How, when do I give? Like, you want to seek God concerning that. Let the Holy Spirit guide your decisions, your actions as it relates to, to giving. But as I stated yesterday, when you develop a heart that thinks like God, your heart will be conditioned. Generosity will be your default setting, right? Say that. Say generosity is my default setting. So when generosity is your default setting, there will be moments where you don't have to pray about it. You just give. Like, you know, this is the heart of God. Like I'm supposed, like, I don't need to pray about it. Like if I drive up to a, a, a light and, and I don't, I don't, a lot of times I don't have cash, but let's say I have $20 in my pocket and I drive up to the light and I see somebody there and immediately uh, I just want, oh man, I have money. This is one of those situations where I have cash. So I reach in my pocket. I don't need to pray about that. Like, you know, at the end of the day, now, if the Holy Spirit prompts me to give, I'm doing it even more. But what I'm saying is I'm conditioned. I'm conditioned to want to be a blessing. I'm conditioned to want to be a blessing to others. You want to have a heart that is conditioned. You, when you die to sin, self, and selfish desires, your heart is conditioned to think and act like God. Your heart is conditioned to, to, to be sensitive to the divine promptings of the Holy Spirit. And when you live that way, you will, the text says, abound in blessings and be saturated with favor. Say amen to that. All right, number four, last point for today. Let me give you some fruits of generous living. When you live this way, there are some fruits. Say this, I abound in blessings. There are some fruits to generous living. All right, here's, here's one, fulfillment. When, when, there's a deep level of fulfillment that, that comes from living generously. When you, when you use your life to be a blessing to others, you get a, a level of fulfillment that, that you could get no other way. And, and like, you know, when you go out and you, you go do something to be a blessing to other people, you feed people or you, you know, you go on an event where, or you go, go to the jail or whatever you do, but you know that you're doing something for other people and it's not for yourself. There's a level of fulfillment that comes from knowing that you are doing the will of God in this world. Also, your faith is going to be built up. The more you give and the more God gives to you, the more you're like building a track record. Put in the chat, say, God has a good track record with me. You're building a track record of God's provision so that you won't be afraid to give on the next level when God tells you to give on the next level. Not only that, but you're building God's kingdom. When you know that you're actually living in this world, but you're advancing God's kingdom, that you are a channel of his resources, that you are a, a channel of his blessing, that you know that you're funding kingdom projects. Like, for example, that you know that you're actually doing kingdom stuff, right? So, so like when we go to the Dominican Republic, and we'll, hopefully we'll be going soon, but even when I'm not there, um, you know, I'm getting pictures uh, on WhatsApp 
or like right now is the end of the month. So we have to send money to pay. You know, we have we have all of our employees over there. So we have to pay. We have 17 uh, staff members we have to pay. And then we have to send the money for the food, you know, to feed all the kids. We're feeding 200 kids every month. I mean, every day. Uh, and we're feeding the staff members every day, every school day. That's a lot of mouths to feed. But anyway, we're doing it. And so by the grace of God, debt free. So we're doing it. But when you know that you're doing something for the kingdom and you're, do, you're advancing God's kingdom resources and you're doing it for the glory of God and, and, and you're doing all of this, there's a level of fulfillment. It might cost you. It's a lot of work. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Ministry is, and you're dealing with people and people, yeah, people are like that sometimes, right? And so the same people you bless will talk about you and all that, but it doesn't matter. You're not moved by any of that. You know that you're doing what God told you to do. There's a level of joy and fulfillment and satisfaction that you can get no other way. Uh, let me say this though. The more you give for God to use you on another level, you're going to have to learn how to receive on another level. And so you have to give on another level to receive on another level. Don't be afraid. Put in the chat, I am not afraid of another level. Like people say, oh, I want to go to the next level. And then when God tells you to give to the next level, be like, ooh, that's a lot. Well, listen, for you to receive on another level, you got to give on another level. This is not rocket science. And so the more I give, the more I receive. So what you should want is like, Lord, how do I get to the next level? Like, you know, like Isabella and I, we have goals, giving goals every year. And, and we see how much we give. And our, and our CPA is like, you guys are crazy. But anyway, none of his business. Uh, but as we give, we're like, Lord, how do I get to the next level? How do I get to, I want to be able to give. When you give and, and you give on another level, you're going to receive on another level. And when I say receive, I, it's not just money. Money is the least of all riches. You will be able to receive things that money cannot buy. There's, there's these spiritual riches that you get to walk in when you live your life as a conduit of God's glory. And then your life becomes a testimony of God's goodness, of, of his faithfulness, of his provision, of his protection, and of his love. You, you are building up eternal rewards. You get an eternal reward on your investment. You are sowing spiritual things. You are reaping spiritual things. It's not just natural stuff. You are walking in supernatural blessings. There are blessings that are abounding towards you. And you are saturated with favor. That's what the text is saying. Say amen to that. Put in the chat, say, I am saturated with divine favor. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I've given you enough for today. Lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say, Father, I declare that I'm a generous giver. I reflect your heart and your character in everything I do. I know your provision is infinite. You will never run out. So as I give, you will always see to it that my needs are met. My generosity triggers a release of heavenly resources. So I overcome selfishness and I overcome the fear of running out. I am quick to give. I sow into your kingdom. I experience fulfillment and joy. I walk in divine purpose. And I know that you are orchestrating things in my life in a way that only you can. I experience your peace and I experience your favor. Every day, I surrender my resources and my desires to you. Living this way, I know, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith 
in Jesus name. Amen. Now this is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today's word. You're getting my notes. If you're not getting my notes, I'm giving you my notes for free. Why not sign up? Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Put in, Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I appreciate you for going on this journey with me every day. As, as the stuff that I was teaching on today, this is meat. This is not milk. So the fact that you watch this, the fact that you engage with it, the fact that you are actively engaged with what God is speaking through today's word, it's not about me. It's about him in this season. I'm telling you, you're going to abound in blessings. You will be saturated with favor, not because I say so, but because God says so. So do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.